When a toxic person can no longer control you, they will try to control how others see you. The misinformation will feel unfair, but stay above it, trusting that other people will eventually see the truth, just like you did. Jill Blakeway Good morning, or afternoon, or evening, wherever you're listening from, I hope you feel safe. I'm Jess, and welcome back to my show. In the last week, I have had so many of you reach out to me and express your stories and thoughts, and again, I know I say this a lot, but I will probably never stop saying it. Thank you. Thank you. I hear and see every single one of you and think you are the most beautiful and wonderful souls. I really wanted to take this week and focus on two very important things. Healing from the influence of a narcissistic parent or partner, and also the two kinds of results in children that are most common when they grow up in a household with a caregiver who acts in these behaviors. One thing that is so important to remember is that not one single person experiences trauma and grieving the same way. Every single person will feel different, think different, and have entirely different personal experiences from the other. However, In the topic of narcissism, there are so many similar behaviors that the result of these actions is also very common. And that's why we are here today, to break down the similarities and differences in growing up with a narcissistic parent. It's always hard to know where to begin some of these simply because I have so many things I could bring up, but I always try to stick to the most prevalent experience for each topic. So, in growing up in a turbulent household where you always feel like you're on pins and needles, there is a lot of emotion that just stirs in the air in complete silence. If addressed, could be catastrophic to the entire state of the household. Walking through my home as a child, it looked like a wonderland. My mother was very eccentric, and my dad was a huge DIY builder. We had so many renovations to the house over time, just by adding them or expanding, the house was entirely different by the time I was a young teen. Every room was multicolored, 
highly decorated in some outlandish colors and decor. I always referred to my house as the fun house. In this fun house, you can truly see the madness that lies behind a narcissist's mind. It was all a show, a veil, a facade of her selfishness. She would come up with countless projects for my father to do to the house, and then once they were complete, she would paint and decorate to her liking. The house never felt like home. There were so many things you couldn't touch or sit on. The amount of dust that lay on every surface, simply because she would only focus decorating, expanding, and changing, instead of actually taking care of her home. She gardened and made everything look magical and whimsical. But when everything is material, and the foundation of the home isn't clean, nor stable, magical and whimsical isn't a home. It's a nightmare. Since I grew up as the only child in the house, there was nobody else around to see what happened. No one to take my side or back me up. She was able to control it so much that when I started having fits with my father around, she would say so many crazy things about why I am upset that he would just take her side in trying to either calm me down or just get upset at me too, making it look like I made her life so hard when he wasn't there. I was scared and alone at home. The only person I could turn to was the person who made me feel this way. I believe firmly that that was the reason she was able to get away with so much in her time. She was so good at manipulating a situation to get her desired result because her source was also the thing she had the most control over. Me. When a narcissist has complete control, it's almost like a superpower. They are so strong and present. They are bold and take action. So the fact that she did have complete control over me and disguised it as this perfect mother-daughter relationship. She was not only able to plan out every minute of our lives, but also nearly completely isolate me from my father. I never understood why she did that until I was much older. She would always tell me, I wish you had a closer relationship to your father but he's really only ever shown that kind of affection towards me. My mother convinced me that my father was incapable of showing me fatherly love, all while keeping me so busy away from him and him so busy working that I never had a chance to spend real time with my father until she was out of the picture. Last year. Unfortunately, that is how it was. 
He believed her because she was very good at manipulation. Since he wasn't around to see me every day, he had no idea that what she told him were complete lies. It was later unveiled that every single person had a different story of her than the other. In the end, no one really knew who she was, just who she made us believe individually. When a narcissist is your only true influence in life, you either play along and deny that their behavior is bad, resulting in a lifelong denial and also, you guessed it, narcissistic behavior, or you remember everything and feel entirely wronged in life, you know what they are doing is wrong and you don't want to be any part of it. Only you have to, because you're their child. I have been both of these children in my life. I was first afraid and played along the entire way with occasional screw-ups that she ensured wouldn't happen again. And before you knew it, I was this teenager who thought their mother was absolutely everything. I was conditioned so well that my life felt normal. I believed she was right, and I trusted her with everything. I basically laid my life down and gave her an endless supply. When a child adapts as such and gives the narcissist what they want, it not only shows the abuser they have complete control, but it breeds the child to display the same behaviors and rewarded for it by the narcissist. Giving that child false hope that they are making their parent happy. Because isn't that what we all wanted? Happy parents? We would do anything for them, right? I've known many selfish and hateful people in my life. The behaviors in those I met felt like home because they displayed the only behavior I had known to be normal. I could go on at how much trouble this got me in simply by associating with people like my mother because compassion made me entirely uncomfortable as a person. So I chose to be around people who take and take and take from you, and you feel that that is love. When you're influenced by a narcissist and you are able to break away and set up your boundaries to heal, you lose those behaviors little by little because you can see them, not only in them, but yourself. I wish I could tell you how bad it hurt to really look at myself and see who I was, who she made me, and who I let myself be. I wish I could truly tell you the depths of how far I fell when I realized who she truly was and what I had to do. What I can tell you is that I did not do it alone. 
At 22, she still had me so wrapped up in her ways and behaviors that it took being told by someone who I cared about deeply just how much she was affecting their well-being. She was hurting them with her behaviors, and I realized in those moments that they were right. I had known how bad she could be, and I had defended her before, but outside of jokes, no one ever sat me down and opened up to me to say that how she behaves is painful. And I had to get out. I didn't feel like I was being taken away from her when they came to me about this. I was finally old enough to realize I was my own person, and she couldn't be that way anymore, at least not with me. Now, with me being older, it means she was too. So when it came to sitting her down and telling her that her behaviors that she was displaying had to stop or else I wouldn't be able to be present in her life anymore, it actually broke through. So I had thought. Like I mentioned earlier, they are master manipulators. What one person sees, the other doesn't. And vice versa. I thought maybe I got through to her. She got quieter but didn't seem nearly as angry. I really wish I could have seen it then. I was still too new to the realization of just how bad everything was to realize she was still just manipulating me. I at least did not live at home at this point, so I did have that distance. That doesn't matter, though. If you are still under the influence of a narcissist, it doesn't matter how much distance you have, they still hold that power and control over you. And they will continue to abuse that until they are physically unable to. That comes from setting up your own boundaries. As many boundaries that are in your power to control. Not everyone can take control back from the narcissist. Some can only understand and keep going until they are able to free themselves from the hold of the narcissist. I will say it once, and I will say it again. Everyone heals differently, and not all methods of setting boundaries are going to work or even be safe for some. I say that because I have seen just how violent someone can get when you try and set boundaries against them. Which is why I hope that this can be a safe space for you to unwind and breathe. The only thing that truly saved me in the end was being able to live a life completely separated from her. My mother and I have not had contact in over a year. And I think the next episode, we are going to cover why. My healing has been about being honest with myself about what I have been through and knowing that it is not my fault. I know the only thing I can control 
is who I am now. That is all we can do. There were so many ups and downs and good days and bad days. And the hardest part of that was even the good days were bad and they were all a lie. I had tried to believe for a very long time that it wasn't that way, and I was wrong in my assumptions of my mother. But in the end, all things come to light, and you see the truth. I wish I could say it was easy, but I know every single one of you listening understand it is not. It is not at all No matter how good you want this person to be, they never will live a life that doesn't involve them taking from others in some way. You want to love your parent. You're told to love your parent simply because they are your parent, and no matter what they do, they will always love you and have your best interests in mind. That isn't always right. You cannot heal in the same environment that hurt you. Trying to heal while still being influenced by a narcissist is like rubbing lemon juice in your paper cuts. It doesn't help the pain at all. The only thing that will ever truly break you away from a narcissist is taking back control for yourself. Every single day, I wake up and I have to remind myself who I am, what I've been through, and where I am now, just so that each day I get further and further away from her influence. We have covered a lot today, but there is so much more. In just the two weeks I have worked on this show, I have seen such a groundbreaking development. I am so grateful to be here with you right now. And I would also like to take this moment to remind you that I am on Instagram and Twitter at MMTN podcast. That's for my mother, the narcissist podcast. Come connect with me and share your thoughts and stories. My inbox is always open and I would love to hear from you. Connecting with you all has given me so much hope that what I am doing is for a reason. Because we are all here for a reason, and we are all worth this life. We should never be made to feel otherwise. Stay tuned for next week's episode when we cover the story and events of the military romance scam my mother got so wrapped up in that it finally destroyed everything. A tragic tale of delusion, denial, and deception. Do me a favor. Until next time, please breathe for me. Please remember that it is not your fault, and you are not alone in this. Let's heal together.